what I was asked to do is to do a quick devotion on this amazing day. Um, it's just a remembrance of the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, on this day. Um, and what I'd like to do is just really quickly is to go through the events that have been happening during this week by, by looking through the Passover, uh, which all accumulates um, up into the point of his, his crucifixion upon the cross, his burial, then his resurrection. Um, and so what I was wanting to do is just to, to unpack that a bit, just to give you some thought-provoking things for this day, and just to be in awe of how amazing God is, um, and just the way that he works some of these things out. And the way that I'd like to do that is just by, first of all, um, just mentioning to you that in the Bible, uh, in Exodus chapter 12, we're told that the, the Passover is to begin the year for the Jewish people. It is supposed to be the beginning of their months. Um, it is to start the year off. Um, and I think that is so significant as we start walking through some of these things. And I'm just going to walk you through um, the feasts, um, starting at Passover, some of the events that happened, and then just to remind us of the amazing hope that we have, especially on a day like this, where we remember the resurrection of our Lord Jesus. So if you've got a Bible, if you can turn with me to John chapter 12, that's where I'm going to start. Um, and in John chapter 12, um, we, we come into what is called the Passion Week. This is where we have the triumphal entry, Jesus coming into Jerusalem, and it starts off the last week before the crucifixion. Um, and just remember this, that Passover in Exodus chapter 12 tells us that this is to be the beginning of the year. So we know as believers that the Passover is so symbolic about the representation of the Passover lamb and Jesus' death. Um, but sometimes we forget that it's actually the beginning of the feasts of the Lord. Um, and so I'm just going to walk through these really quickly to try and give you something to think about um, um, today. So in John chapter 12... We, we find these verses that are read there. So John 12 and verse 1 just says this. It says, six days before the Passover. Now, if we remember that in the Old Testament, the Passover lamb was to be killed on the evening of the 14th. And as the sun set and you were to kill that lamb, then that was the end of the 14th. And once the sun was set, it would begin the 15th, which would be the eating of the Passover. So if we take the 15th as the Passover, the 15th of Nisan, and we minus the 6th, because this is six days before Passover, we're, we're left with the 9th of Nisan. So this is the date we're starting with, the 9th of Nisan. Okay. So John chapter 12, verse 1, it says, Six days before the Passover, Jesus arrived at Bethany, where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Um, and then if you jump down with me to verse 9, it says this, Meanwhile, a large crowd of the Jews found out that Jesus was there and came not only because of him, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. So the chief priests made plans to kill Lazarus as well. For on account of him, many of the Jews were going over to Jesus and putting their faith in him. So because of the resurrection of this man Lazarus, the Jewish people putting their faith in him, we're wanting to put Lazarus to death. Um, 
And then in verse 12 of this chapter, we have what is called the triumphal entry. And we read these words, verse 12 of chapter 12. It says, the next day. So this means we're now in the 10th of Nisan. So, and this is going to become important. So the next day being the 10th of Nisan, the crowd, the great crowd that had come for the feast heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Now, why is that significant? Well, if you remember in the Passover, what you were to do was that on the 10th of Nisan, on the 10th, you were to take a sheep or a goat out of the flocks and you were to test it and you were to put it to trial from the 10th to the 14th to see whether there was any um, blemish or there was any defect in the sacrifice because only a perfect sacrifice could be put um, on the as the Passover lamb. Now here we have Jesus on the 10th of Nisan um, coming in at the triumphal entry where they're saying, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And they're going to test them now from the 10th all the way through to the 14th to see if he is worthy, whether he is the one without sin. And he's going to be tried with the by the Pharisees, by the Sadducees, by the Sanhedrin, through the former high priest, through the current high priest, by Herod and by Pontius Pilate, um, to see if he um, comes through all these trials. And if you remember, when these trials were happening, one of the big ones was that at the Feast of Passover also, Pontius Pilate was able to release one prisoner to them once a year. And so he, at this time, it's seeing that he cannot find any fault in Jesus. He, he brings um, another prisoner out because he knows that they're only giving him up because of their, um, their jealousy or their, um, the jealousy of Jesus rather than because he's actually committed any crime. And what he does is he brings out someone called Barabbas. Now, Barabbas, his name means Bar-Abba, which is the son of the father. So we have Barabbas, who is the son of the father, and we have the true son of the father, Jesus. And they both come before Pontius Pilate, and Pontus or the people um, through Pontius Pilate. And the crime that is against Barabbas is insurrection, which means that he was against Rome. The crime against Jesus was that he was trying to be a king like Caesar. The exact same thing was against Rome. Two sons of the father, two accused of the same exact crime. And yet Barabbas is set to go free. And then when we see our Lord Jesus, he is put on the cross as the one that was innocent. And if you remember what Pontius Pilate did, he washes his hands and he, he says, look, I, I, I'm washing my hands. I find no fault in this man. And yet through all that, the Jewish people say these really sad words. And they say, may his blood be upon us and upon our children. And so Jesus goes to the cross as the the Passover lamb for us. And it happens the day that he goes to the cross is the day called the 15th of Nisan. So he's tried from the 10th to the 14th, found without fault, has the Passover with the, with the disciples, and on the 15th he goes to the cross. And the time that he's, we're told that he goes to the cross is at 9 o'clock in the morning, which is the exact same time 
that they would offer up something called the Hagigah offering, which was only done by the Levitical priesthood for um, that day on the 15th of Nisan. So it's a, it's a really tragic story, um, but it just it shows, it mimics exactly what happened at Passover. Remember, Passover is only the beginning. And then what we're told in the scriptures is that when Joshua was to go into the land, when the Jewish people were to go into the land, the next feast of the Jewish people after Passover is the feast of first fruits. And it happens after the day, after the Sabbath of the Jewish people coming into the land. Well, guess which day that happened? It's this day. It is the day, the Sabbath after Passover is the exact day that the feast of first fruit was lifted up, and the high priest would lift up the the high priest would lift up the sheaf of wheat, the first one, and he would wave it, and and that's exactly what happened with our Lord Jesus is that he rose on the first day after the Sabbath, the exact same day that the high priests were waving up the first of the first fruits. Our Lord Jesus rose from the day the dead, which is exactly this day. And then following on from that, we have a, a period of time for the next feast for the Jewish people, which was they would count off 50 days. So it was supposed to be seven Sabbaths and the 50th day. And, and what do we know that happened in the Bible um, 50 days after the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ? Well, it was none other than the promise of the harvest. So the next feast for the Jewish people after the first of first fruits was that then the harvest, the Feast of Weeks, would come in. And we know from Scripture that what happened on the 50 days after the Lord Jesus rose from the grave, when the disciples were all in one place at one time, that the, the Holy Spirit descended upon them like tongues of fire, and they received the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. That's exactly the same time. So the first four Feasts of Israel have already been fulfilled. First of all, we have the, the feast of the Lord Jesus being the Passover lamb. We have him as the unleavened bread, the one without sin, and yet he still went to the cross, willingly put his life down for us. And then after that, we have the, the rising from the, from the grave, this day being the day after the Sabbath, the first fruit of the many. And then 50 days later, we have the feast of, of weeks, which represents the coming of the Holy Spirit. But there are still three feasts left to go. And in this period of time that we're in, we, we're in this period where it's a, a waiting time. But soon there will become the next feast. And the next one to happen on the Jewish calendar from that is what we call Yom Teruah, or the, the Feast of Trumpets. And as you can as you can guess, it's exactly what happens. So in Israel, on this feast, they do the blowing of the trumpets. And at the end, they have what is called the last trump. And we're told in Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians, that we are told that Christ will do the same. There will be the blowing of the trumpet. That the Lord, although it's actually from the Father, the Father himself will give the command to Michael the archangel, who will then go and give the command and call for the um, the trumpet to be blown, and then the dead in Christ will rise first, and then we as the church will meet him in the air. And that's, an, again, an amazing um, time that we're waiting for right now, this blessed hope in which we have. But after that, we have this day which is called the Day of Atonement, 
Um, and the next feast in the Jewish calendar is this day in which atonement has to be made. And the atonement is for a time that needs to be covered, which I believe definitely represents the tribulation period, where the Jewish people will go into tribulation and they will be persecuted for um, three and a half years will be really intense for them. And then they'll need to discover what is it that went wrong? How did we miss the Messiah? And they will finally then have to make atonement for what they've done. Remember, the, the Day of Atonement never took away people's sins. The Day of Atonement never removed sin. It only ever covered it. And if you think about it, what is the sin that has happened in regards for the Jewish people, in regards to Jesus, that needs to be atoned for? Well, when Pontius Pilate was washing his hands and he was saying that, look, I find no sin in this man, he said, what would you like to do? What would you like me to do with this Jesus? And they said, crucify him. And he said, they said, um, may his blood be upon us and upon our children. And in the tribulation time, it's the period of time which needs to be atoned for. That statement that was made, may his blood be upon us and upon our children. And then following that period of time, we are at the end of that period where they come to acknowledge him as their Messiah, as the one that died on the cross, and that the only way to get to God is through the sacrifice of the Passover lamb. Then it says the last feast comes in, which is the feast of um Sukkot, which is the Feast of Tabernacles, where the Lord Jesus will again return to this earth and he will come with us as the church with him and he will start his millennial kingdom. And it's just an amazing picture of the things that we see in the scripture, um, how these things work. And just in this, this week that we've been in, um, how all of these feasts just tie in to show just an amazing plan of who God is and what he's doing. Um, but just a, just in closing, it was just a real brief summary and overview of some of the things that are that we see. Um, just also in this time, sometimes we're a bit up, we're a bit frightened, we're a bit not unsure of the things that are happening. But our Lord Jesus has also given us some great words in respect to that, because of the hope that we have. We know that Jesus was the Passover Lamb. We know that He's resurrected from the dead. We know He's given us the Holy Spirit which means he will complete the promises that are to us. And he says these words in John chapter 14, which you already know. He says, let not your heart be troubled. Do you believe in God or you believe in God? Believe also in me. For in my father's house are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you. Jesus says, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare, to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. So just at this time, as we remember the resurrection of our Lord Jesus, just remember these words, um, that his promises are true, that he's coming again. And we've got to remember these things. Faith over fear. We need wisdom over worry. And we need prayer over panic. The Lord is coming. And today we remember his resurrection from the grave. 
Just please spend some time with him in prayer, just remembering what he did as our Passover lamb who paid for our sins, but he rose from the grave and he seats, sits at the right-hand side of the Father, waiting for everyone who would call to him by faith, who would believe in what he's done, to receive him and to have this comfort of these amazing words. Let not your heart be troubled because you believe in God. That's all I have, and I just pray that you would just seek the Lord today and be blessed in this amazing remembrance that Jesus rose from the grave. Bye. 